0: You're listening to CrossCurrents. From KALW News, I'm Hannah Baba. In these final days before the election, we've been checking in with locations around the Bay Area with the lowest voter turnout rates. We've gone to Richmond, East Palo Alto, West Oakland, and today we go to the Bayview-Hunters Point District in San Francisco to hear what's being done there to engage voters. I talked to Megan Mitchell, who reports on the neighborhood for the online news outlet Hoodline. She's spoken to community groups working to mobilize voters. And I asked her what she's hearing in the neighborhood a week before Election Day. So while a lot of people we're talking to are saying they're focused on the national election, you know, understandably, there are so many issues on the San Francisco ballot this year that people are voting on that Really, a lot of it also is relevant to folks in Bayview, including things like affordable housing, changes to policing, lots to think about. You've talked to community groups that are trying to mobilize people to vote. What organizations did you talk to and what are they doing to try to get out the vote?
1: It starts with what we saw with um, in terms of police brutality. There's organizations in San Francisco that have been focusing on defunding the police before it even became like an official thing. I would start like with the Justice for Mario Woods coalition. You know, this is a group of fierce, you know, advocates that when Mario Woods was shot, marched, brought all this attention in the media, brought attention and awareness to the community. That we needed to hold police accountable. Um, And then, you know, all the other situations that happened within the Bay Area. I think that's what really sparked um, a lot of attention and really created some other coalitions around supporting, um, you know, the black community. And within these coalitions, people are really becoming more um, active. And engaging in the community and making sure that we vote because, yeah, we don't want our current president in office, but we have to look at everything. We have to look at all the things that, you know, are on the ballot, obviously. And people have been disengaged because they never really have anybody outreaching to them. They've never really, you know, a lot of people are just focused on survival. And a lot of people sometimes feel like their vote doesn't count. So, we have groups like SF Black Wall Street, which is not only like working to uh, get people to vote more and put out a voter's guide, but is also doing things around the city of San Francisco to elevate uh, communities of color. And then we have the Office of Racial Equity, who is doing amazing work in setting policies. So that our communities feel supported, so that we don't have to keep telling the same story in Bayview or the Fillmore or OMI, all these places that nobody's really looking at or hasn't been looking at.
0: And, you know, as you're talking about the issues, the things on people's minds, one of them, for example, is the police, right, and policing. In San Francisco, Proposition E is addressing that, and it's about police staffing and changing the city charter to remove the mandatory police staffing level. As these community groups go out to, you know, voters, people who are pretty, have been disengaged, are worried about their survival, worried about policing in their communities. Is it hard to convince somebody, you know, are they trusting the systems?
1: Well, I wouldn't, I don't know about the systems, but they're trusting of the people who are bringing forth the information, and when you have your peer coming to you and trying to educate you on what these propositions are about, you know, a lot of people, whether you know a lot or not, these the, the, the ballots can be overwhelming to fill out. There's so many layers to these ballots. So if you have a group of people who you've been working with over, you know, a course of time who's advocating for the same things that you're advocating for. That you may not have as much energy as they do when they're coming to you and, and doing a lot to educate you about these propositions, whether it's through a Zoom call or, you know, sending out lit or, or creating a website. I think that people are trusting them. I trust them. Mm-hmm. And when you talk to these groups, are they optimistic?
0: Do they say, yeah, folks are listening to us? Like, how are they measuring whether we might see a higher voter turnout this time from Bayview.
1: Well, optimistic, you know, that's a tough word right now. I think uncertain is just the word for 2020. But, you know, determined probably is, you know, relentless. There's the, these words, I think, are representative of, of these groups. We don't know if people are going to vote. We can only hope. And we'll just keep pushing and pushing, you know, until all the ballots are, are in.
0: Um, are there issues that it sounds like concern people, interest people more than others that get them excited to go to vote?
1: Well, yeah, I, you know, like I said earlier, it's just the national attention on these issues that we've been talking about for so long that nobody really took that serious. It's it's just the fact that the 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 nation is looking at these things, I think is what, you know, gets people excited to, to vote and to stay engaged. And it's just a different generation. You know, my parents tell me all the time, you know, they grew up in the 60s. They've, they marched, they did all the things. And they tell me, you know, it's your generation that's going to make the change. Does you know? that feel like a burden? No, <laughs> absolutely not. I mean... The issues are a burden. Growing up in a neighborhood where you don't know, you know, you don't have a grocery store, you don't know when the bus is going to come, you don't, you know, you the school may not have books, you know, there's all different kinds of things that, that contribute to why you are in a tough situation while you look at other neighborhoods where they have all the resources and you don't, yeah, the, you know, that's a burden. That's a burden, but making a change, getting the right people, paying attention to the issues, you know that you need support with, getting people, you know, to say how can I help you, coming to the table, getting like um, advocating for for tech companies to make Juneteenth a national holiday, even though I think they need to do a little more research on Juneteenth and really what it means. I think that's not a burden. It's sad that we do that we have to fight and advocate for these things but we're getting somewhere with it and we feel empowered
0: that's megan mitchell a reporter who covers bayview hunter's point for the online news outlet hoodline you can find her articles at klw.org that's also where you can find all our klw elections coverage